Welcome to another episode of the Feminine Way podcast. My name is Dika. I'm a feminine embodiment teacher, and that means I help women reclaim their feminine wisdom and power back. In this episode, I go again through my week, give three highlights and three lowlights, including my luteal phase meltdown, some trauma that was coming up. Also, I describe the secret fifth phase of my cycle just before I start bleeding, and I share a little bit about this beautiful getaway and being reunited with my men. I would say grab a cup of tea and enjoy. Welcome to another podcast episode and another weekly update. Last week, I tried out this new structure for my podcast where basically I went through three highlights of my week and three lowlights and I loved it. I really loved it. I hope you liked it too. And so I decided this week to do the similar or the same kind of structure. What I found really beautiful is that it actually makes me reflect on the last week and really really go over like, hey, what were some of the really amazing things that happened and where were there things where I'm like, huh, there were a little bit of downs moments there, but at the same time, also it passed and it's all okay. So uh, it's for me actually a beautiful practice to to reflect and to be grateful and to also share different parts of my life um, and some really personal things as well. So this time, what I want to start off with is actually with one of the low lights. So the very first low light that I wrote down, which was very clear and obvious for myself, was my luteal phase meltdown. That was part of my my week. And so luteal phase um, is the last phase of your menstruation cycle. So your menstruation cycle has four different phases, menstruation phase, follicular phase, ovulation phase, and luteal phase. So the luteal phase is basically your premenstrual phase. Sometimes it's also referred to as the um, as PMS, premenstrual syndrome. However, um, I prefer calling it really luteal phase because PMS, it's like uh, refers to certain symptoms and things that are happening, which is very common in women, but it's not per se normal. Like it's normal that the luteal phase brings up things, um, but it doesn't have to be completely di- life disrupting. However, um, I want to share about my luteal phase meltdown. So I also track my cycle with this app called the Clue app. And there's always this cloudy day um, and it tries to predict that. But I know there's always one day at the end of my cycle, which feels like a massive cloud passes by or it's just like I'm in a massive cloud. Everything feels really foggy. Uh, often there's a lot of emotions, uh, things like input, like I get overwhelmed by all the, the st- stimulation, even sounds overwhelm me easily. Like I really need to like minimize any any input that is coming from my external world. And so this is the cloud day. Um, and so while the Clue app was right again, I had definitely one of those those cloud days last week. And specifically what was coming up for me that day there was like all these little things. So often what happens on a day like that, it's just so many little things that happen, but that give like the right triggers. And then suddenly there's like, like, oh my God, no, not okay. I want to crawl back into bed and cry and and not do anything, which is actually what I ended up doing. I was like, okay, I'm going to cancel the rest of today. 
<laughs> and um, and I'm just gonna allow myself to, fa- to feel everything, to cry, and to to watch movies, and and that's it. I'm gonna stop all of the doing. And you might have even seen my reel that I created about it, which I thought was was really quite funny. Uh, but specifically on this day, what happened is that Modestus was uh, in a man's retreat, and he left his scooter at home, which I proposed myself. So because it needs some fixing. And so where I thought that would be a very easy thing, uh, it ended up being a way more complicated thing with people coming by in the morning without me knowing, kind of disrupting my morning practice, them needing all kinds of things from me having to get money to like, I don't know, I had like 30 missed calls that day from this one person, which was a super lovely Balinese person that just tried to help us. And on a, on a non-luthial day, this would have been would have been no problem whatsoever but uh that day it was it was not good and they asked me so many questions about the scooter and technical things and and i was i thought modestus had communicated these things with him or was aware of what was going on um because yeah uh but it, it wasn't and he was very hard to reach because he's teaching in a retreat so he's barely on his phone and so i try to call him reach me uh, then he calls back like what is happening like in distress because he had missed calls for me is everything okay and then so there was also a big miscommunication between two of us I felt really disconnected and unvalued and and not and at the same time he was annoyed with me for uh, needing all of this information which in one ways anyways it was it was a very messy day a uh, very messy day and at some point I just I had it and I don't even know we were on a call and Modestus shared some things and I just I I I lost it in the sense of I just became an emotional ball where I thought everything would end in the world and and that we're I don't know gonna break up or I I made it super dramatic um, in my mind in the sense of what I did was was of course with a rational perspective I could see uh, okay it's it's like it's maluthial phase but emotionally I was just. I had it (laughs) and so I retreated and (laughs) took all the time to rest and so the funny thing is about the luthiel phase which is in a way really special at the same time it often will amplify a lot of little things so it's almost like you took off the pink glasses and everything you kind of said yes to or or kind of disregarded suddenly it's like no not anymore and suddenly you see everything for for almost a truth in a sense of you see it without pink glasses, everything is, uh, you tend to be more honest. I tend to be way more honest and way more more direct, um, which is actually really liberating. Uh, and and I start to, yeah, I've come to a point where I actually really enjoy this phase. But there's always, yeah, as I said, a cloudy day where I'm like, oh, okay, well, we're in this day. But what I know by now is then that like, yeah, it's time to cancel the day. It's time to stop trying to achieve or do anything and just be with myself and let this all just be here so we can kind of move on and pass without me trying to fix it, without like trying to understand it too much, without really needing to do anything with it except for giving it space to be because often it points for me also to points of myself where I'm like okay this part of me is not really serving or oh I I crossed my boundary a little bit here or oh I I kind of was a little bit over giving here um and it comes back to me yeah it, it gets reflected back so this is the luthiel phase is, is your reflection phase and so uh it's always interesting to see what it what it will bring up um and what I always personally 
really trust on, especially when get, things get really intense. I come to this wall, but like actually it was set up perfectly. Like if this was a movie and how everything was like playing itself out, how the puzzle pieces were connecting to each other. Yes, the, the human version of myself that was in the experience was having an uncomfortable time, but it was quite funny to observe from a, like a little bit of a higher point and perspective of like, wow, how all these things like linked up and, and triggered that exact little piece that then I could actually feel and give expression to and, and release in a way and, and shed a certain layer of myself. Um, but specifically... Another thing I wanted to share about this, my luteal phase meltdown, a little topic that was coming up for me, which was kind of like also a little bit of a low light. Um, I didn't write it specifically down as a point, but maybe it's going to actually be my second low light point was me being by myself the entire week um, and Manessa's being out. It somehow always brings up a lot of things. Um, and there's also quite some, some shame around it um, because then I have all these stories of like, I should be as happy and as like, okay with being by myself and not having him around. And like, I'm an, an independent woman and, and, and strong and, and just in general, like I love myself and like, I need to always love myself and I need to have as much fun and as much pleasure just by myself. Um, and so these kind of stories and these pressures come up when he leaves, but honestly, the first few days, often it takes a little bit of transition time where, a part of me is just really sad and it's kind of like grieving and um and just just misses this this person and misses misses him and uh and i always have to tell myself that that's just totally okay and i don't have to just be suddenly like a light beam of joy and and like woo like a, a home alone and in a way a part of me is like that too because i actually love having my own space um but it's it's like a a mixture of all these different things that come up and specifically what happens when he goes to a retreat, and this is quite a personal share and a vulnerable share and story, is often like halfway through the week, which was of course exactly around my luteal peak in the sense of the luteal meltdown was exactly around that same, yeah, it was of course perfectly aligned. But what happens is that um, in the beginning, we're often what, a little bit more in touch here and there. And then kind of like he goes really into the experience and it's often intense and things like he's teaching. But also it's like, yeah, retreat spaces are, are intense. Let's say it like that. And I start to miss him in a way more. I can't reach him really well. And, and then there is this kind of turning point where I start sometimes doubting and I start be being, becoming a little insecure um, does he like still love me? Uh, is he okay? Like little stories like that are coming up. And I know the little insecure, anxious part of me comes up. There's also a specific reason for it because there is a little bit of a story linked to my mom and some trauma around what happened with my mom. So I've shared it sometimes in a, in a little, I think in a podcast before I mentioned it a little bit about it, but my mom at some point in her life, it was about, I think 10, 11, 12 years ago or so, she fell into a heavy depression and a psychosis and had to be hospitalized. And, and it was a really big transition point, um, in our family, in our life. Eventually my mom and dad ended up divorcing. Uh, my mom fell in love with a woman and she's still together with that with that woman and it's it's like I look back at it and I'm really proud of my mom because she had to in her life take some really big decisions on choosing her life and choosing for herself and and really stepping up for 
for herself and making space for that, which was not easy uh, at all. So I always look back. It's really, really inspiring what the, the choices that she made and what she did. And um, uh, so not that is that is not the problem in the sense. But at the same time, that did affect me. It affected the family. And so there is a little bit of you can call it trauma, whatever you want to want an emotional pain that is still linked to it. And especially because what happened is that she went on a, a spiritual journey, a spiritual retreat. And afterwards she came back and there was so much that happened and shifted during that retreat for her. Uh, so a few weeks after uh, the depression started and not long after the, the hospitalization and psychosis. And so that was a a, a big thing and so my mind even though rash like in a way I know it's not just a retreat did that to her and now this this is my reality and now my mom and dad are broken up and divorced and now our families is broken um like I know there's of course it's not just like that one retreat that did all of that and if she wouldn't have gone it wouldn't have ha had happened it would have happened a different way um uh, because that's that's life if we need to learn something it will it will happen but in my mind with my kind of more childish or yeah like um that hurt part of me it's like made the equation retreat spiritual retreat makes people come back in 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 yeah or makes me lose my mom because basically I lost my mom for a few years and she couldn't really be there for us so it was massive and so I'm noticing um being in a relationship with Modestas of course I attract someone that goes to spiritual retreats all the time and teaches and and goes into a lot of these intense experiences it's like we attract often the partner that fits us perfectly in in all the ways and also in our in our wounds because that's where we have space to grow and heal and to to um, uh, fill that up with more love and and really accept and love these parts of ourselves that were really hurt at some point. And of course, I track that person. And so every time he goes to a retreat, um, like at some point during the week, often there comes up a layer in me which gets really anxious and really like, oh my God, maybe I'm going to lose him. And of course, that's always at the point where he is in, in the most intensity of the retreat when it's even more difficult to reach each other. Um, so so this is always a, a thing for me personally that comes up another layer which isn't always easy it's it's like something I'm a part of me that I'm trying to love and also nurture and soothe and and tell that it's okay that she's safe uh, even when a loved one goes to retreat that they can still come back and be there for you that they're not leaving that they're um, yeah still love you that they can still support you and and be there for you so uh, that is a little bit of a, a personal story that is linked to what happens when he goes to a retreat. Um, and then beautifully, when I go through that, there's always a new layer I can let go of it, a new kind of layer I can feel of something that I probably couldn't feel back then because it was so intense and so overwhelming. And that's that's kind of like trauma gets stored in the body because it's like a, a moment of shock, a moment of intensity where... And especially if we're not taught how to, in a healthy way, deal with our emotions and give them space to be there uh, and not accept and love that, then it's like, yeah, these parts of us get stored in the body. But then often in relationships or in connection with other people, they are re-triggered, but not to to hurt you, but to to help you heal and help you give that part of you that couldn't back then receive that, like the old love and acceptance that it needed. So this is my my own little journey and my own little challenge on loving myself more and, and feeling even more safe and, and confident in myself, but also in the relationship. 
Um, but this was definitely a big theme that was coming up for me personally last week. And of course, that uh, coincided with my, my luteal phase because that's all about transforming. It's all about shedding and letting go and and letting, releasing a part of you that's that's not serving and of myself that's that's not serving like a, a certain kind of pain or something you're trying to hold on to and protect, which, which um, yeah, you can let go and soften. So see the luteal phase. That's always what I recommend as well to women. The luteal phase is something really beautiful or something actually really powerful. Like see it as a teacher of like, okay, what is life trying to teach me? What is my cycle? What What is happening right now? What is it trying to teach me? What uh, am I invited to let go and actually accept more? Um, and then in order to, yeah, kind of st- like be reborn again when your menstruation start. So this was basically, no, my one one and second low light of, of the week. Um, and with that, actually, I want to point out a highlight because it's actually also linked to um, to my cycle because, yeah, last week was apparently a lot about my cycle and, and some lessons around it. So a highlight I wrote down was, and this might sound a little new or strange initially, but I wrote down conscious death and at, at the end of my cycle and love and just more love for my cyclic nature that I cultivated last week. And it was definitely a highlight. So what was really beautiful is that uh, over the past years, the more I've gotten to know my cycle, like I used to hate my menstruation and I used to have the pill, which actually doesn't uh, give you an actual cycle, but still I hated bleeding. And so I would take the pill as many times in a row as possible to, to just avoid that. And yeah, I struggled really with, in a way with being a woman. Now, once I went off the pill and I felt that pull and started understanding what my cycle is all about and also really understanding the different different themes and different flavors and how that affects my behavior and, who I, and how I feel, it was such a game changer. And what was even more of a game changer is actually start working with my cycle and see it as my superpower and see it also as my own personal guide, my own personal... Um, uh, yeah, it's like my own personal mentor in a way, in the sense of like, if you work with your cycle, you will, you will exactly like stay in balance because your cycle balances out perfectly masculine and feminine yin and yang. Um, so you will stay perfectly in balance. Plus you get to flow with life in ways in the sense of you get to learn lessons and you get to die and be reborn every single month over and over and over again. And you just get to step into a new version of yourself. Uh, instead of only resisting and holding on and, and seeing change as something really difficult, your cycle teaches you to flow with change and to actually work together with change and be really comfortable with the fact that basically the only certainty in your life is uncertainty, is the fact that things are going to be changing and moving and flowing and happening without you fully understanding and knowing that. Um, and so... Yeah, working with my cycle and, and I go every month still a layer deeper. It's it's super powerful in the sense of I get to know myself on a on a different layer, understand myself even better, the energetics that are happening. And so what I've discovered, um, and I actually read about it too, and not a lot of people know about this because initially when I teach about the cycle, we're going through four phases and four seasons. Um, so basically winter, spring, summer, and fall. So menstruation, follicular, ovulation, luteal. And so the luteal phase coincides with the the fall autumn season so a lot of the themes and topics I just talked about like it makes a lot of sense if you look at nature what happens during the fall it's like changes color it starts releasing and shedding leaves it let go it basically dies off 
and then in the winter it goes really inwards so for the spring to be reborn again so that's happening in your body too now specifically though at the end very very end of your cycle and in that transition of death to rebirth there's something really special that happens and it's kind of like a, a fifth phase um, that is that is that is happening here um, and this is something I really noticed this this time around and so the luteal phase like it will be that intensity it will be that cloud it will be this like whoa so many things happening like a lot of emotions a lot of things are stirring and rising for you to learn some sort of insight or lesson and find more love and acceptance and then just before you start bleeding I would say one or two days before that I noticed a shift in my energy which is it feels like suddenly a new burst of energy almost like it feels a new little ovulation peak like a new peak of creativity and wanting to do things and feeling really full of life and inspired and and just like like turned on and wanting to make love and and that's just before I start bleeding uh, and then that transition happens to to uh, my menstruation phase and that transition has become more and more special the experience of it and that last burst and basically um, what happens is that at the very end you're about to die because that you're on a on your body level the the end of the luteal phase the end of your cycle it's a it's a tiny death and then the menstruation phase starts and it's a new rebirth now what happens also really just before death is there often is this new burst of life this like suddenly you want to finish things that you hadn't finished in life you want to make sure that like the last burst of creativity to wrap up things and to really enjoy life and to really soak it all in and to fully fully like oh like let that life experience sink into your body and so this is basically also what happens and especially the more I've noticed the more I've come in connection with my with my phases and especially with the luteal phase the more I start to appreciate it the more clear this this kind of fifth phase has started to become where there's suddenly this new burst of energy this rush of like whoa I want to finish things I want to work and I can work for hours suddenly even if I'm like fully luteal and I'm super turned on I really want orgasms I really want sex and also this is another thing that's actually um, something the body does and proven is that orgasm helps really to call in the bleed also and to soften that transition to to because the, the womb gets heavier and heavier just towards the end of your cycle and it's it's like this, this heavy feeling and so or, orgasmicness and energy will help that that heavy feeling to kind of to accept it better and to it 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 um it kind of calls in all the the yummy yummy feelings in your body and so therefore that transition also to the rebirth to fully bleeding will be more easeful and more pleasurable so these are actually things the more you get in touch with your body that your body will call in naturally for you like it knows is in a way it's dying so it will give another burst of energy for you to finish whatever you need to finish this cycle around and then to fully soak in life and enjoy it and then to start over um, and so this yeah last week there was this really I could feel this really vividly in my experience and clearly in my life and um, also this this conscious death experience and and me and Medessa's just got reunited and we had a little getaway and um, we had like a lot a lot of love making and I was still like oh my bleed took a little an extra day to actually come and I could feel at some point in the morning the next morning I woke up and I could feel my womb. It's like, oh yeah, I feel it's it's coming. It's heavy. It's like I can feel my energy also now suddenly starting to like go inwards, go sink. And there's almost this feeling of like, it's okay. I can let go. I can 
I can die now. And what was really special, and that's why I wrote it down as a highlight, is that we were making love in the morning in that moment where I could feel my energy just like shifting and changing and really I could feel my my bleed about to come in. And we were had, had this really beautiful, special moment of connection looking into, into each other's eyes. And I kind of started tearing up and I could feel this moment where I'm like, it's it's okay to die. Like I can I can die in peace now. And that's, it's like, whoa, it's, it's really powerful. And if you're, and maybe if you're hitting it, but my mind would still want to say everything about it. Like, oh, that's strange. Like, don't like, ah kind of freaking out because the mind is terrified of death of course but looking at him and i shared this with modestas i'm like i could actually die right now and it's like okay and i could feel him just like holding me and just being like it's okay like you can let go you can surrender and that was the moment that um yeah like the the my bleed started and it was so precious and so special that transition and then suddenly just wanting to cozy up and be inwards and could really feel suddenly being like like little and and wanting to be like protected and like really fresh like I'm just just reborn but feeling really young in my energy so massive shift and so I just think it's so special like that's the only thing I can say about it this might resonate you might not understand it whatsoever but where you can start is to start tracking your cycle uh, work with your cyclic nature. If you're on some sort of birth control, you might be inspired at some point to try out having your natural cycle. But what you can do already is connect to the moon. Like it has the same exact phases as your menstruation cycle. And it's already a way to connect with cyclic nature. And I can't recommend it. Like I can't recommend it enough. There's something like that. Everything changed in my life once I started understanding my cyclic nature and specifically work with it and just appreciate it and love it and be fully in all these different different parts of me and and flowing with it. It's been been absolutely life changing. And so even though it was both a low light and a highlight, but I guess that's that's part of life. It has ups and downs, um, but that doesn't make it less beautiful. I, I loved it all. And it was yeah, it was it was really special. So those were some big Big highlight, yeah, big highlight, a few, two lowlights. Um, let me share another highlight. Another highlight of my week was definitely a little Balian getaway and being reunited with my man. Um, so Balian is a different part of Bali. It's uh, next to the ocean. Um, and I used to go there a lot for little getaways and it was kind of like my runaway spot to the ocean. It's a little bit more tucked away and... and and hidden so there, it's not really touristy there's actually also not a lot of not of things going on there's it's just a beach and um and housing and, and hotels and some places to stay but it's nothing nothing really fancy and uh, that the past i think two years actually I, I haven't really been i know a lot of things has been have been closed up there as well so um but i found a new a new place that opened up there it was totally my style like white minimalistic this kind of concrete way of of how do I say that a room being made out of concrete in the sense of the bed it's just a mattress on like a little plateau of concrete and it's all made out of the same like the floor is all made out of the same like yeah concrete there's like a style to it which I I really like it's yeah it's it's fresh it's clean it's it's that minimalisticness to it and so when I found this place I'm like yes it's in Bali and I haven't been there so and that place was gorgeous and actually has inspired me. I'm like pondering and dreaming now on, on doing maybe a retreat there or getting getting a few of you for 
a longer time really diving into a container of, I don't know, maybe even setting up your own business or taking a next, next step or transformation it has brought up a lot of new, new thoughts and possibilities and whether that's going to be displaced or another place, but who knows? It's like another dream that has opened up by being here. So yeah. And then at the same time, that place being so me and so nurturing, it felt like a coming home there. Uh, and then at the same time being reunited with my man, um, he was coming after his retreat to visit me there. And we had this really beautiful, yeah, reuniting moment. He brought me a rose and he was so sexy also like, yeah, when men do men's work and they are together with a group of men for an entire week, like that masculine energy is just like, like there. So it's he's super sexy. He's always super sexy, but he was extremely even more sexy, super in his masculine, super in this, like you're mine. Um, I'm here to claim you. You're my queen. Um, like it was, it was really hot and heavy and a lot of love making, super passionate and ah, yeah. Um, really, really yum. And that was definitely another another highlight of of my week. Um, then let me see what I wrote down on my little list. <sighs> what a week. Let me take a sip of water for a moment. Okay, I'll I'll go into another low light, um, which was I wrote down finding an ant's nest in the kitchen. That actually happened yesterday morning. And this is Bali life sometimes. <laughs> uh, it's like you live with nature. You're, you're, yeah, you're with nature. We're living always in really open houses, open spaces. We have the doors open. And it's actually something I've become really familiar with. And really just, it's really normal. I remember one of my sisters came to visit me. It was already two years ago. Um, but she, and she stayed next to me. I had the same kind of like house I got for her. And I, at that point was so used with geckos, like little, little lizards running around in my house and, and making sounds. And I was used to ants being here and there once you leave food and, and just like, yeah, you live with life. There's animals around and she was just, and there's big, I don't know, big moths or, or little flying things. There's a lot of things happening and it became so normal to me, which I didn't realize until she was there and she was constantly like, ah, ooh, ooh, what is that? And uh, the first few days, and then she got really used to it too. So it's 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 something to get used to and but still once in a while there will something happen and I'm like oh gosh we have one of those Bali problems in the sense of nature is is going its own way here and uh, maybe maybe this is not the right spot and so this is what happened with them um, we found a little ant's nest in our kitchen drawer it was for a few like I would say two weeks we've been like seeing more ants here and there in the kitchen I'm like where are they coming from like I don't understand and so we've been saying that to each other like where are the where are these ants coming from and now Modestus was at some point calling me and he's like, uh, love, like I, I found where these ants are coming from. Do you want, want to come and see? And then so behind a drawer in the kitchen, there was just like ants and eggs swarming around. It was, uh, it was, ooh, it was not, not nice. <laughs> um, so that was definitely not one of my favorite moments of the week. But thank goodness we have beautiful, beautiful people, staff that help us. We have a cleaner that comes twice a week and we have kind of like a house manager that takes care of a lot of things around the house in which we can kind of reach out to for anything. And so they they clean it up and fix it really fast. So bless, bless, bless our beautiful staff. And that also, like I posted, if you've seen my stories, you might have seen me share about the ants nest and about... Uh, 
about our staff helping us out clean it up and then i had this little realization and i told Vanessa, i'm like oh my god like we have staff like how how did that happen how did i end up in a reality where where i can say that i have staff that do things for me which is oh my god so amazing so i had that little drop in and and these are like things i happen quite a lot over the past years where i have these moments where i'm like this is this is real like I've created this reality. Uh, how did I? How did I end up here? I, if if you would have told me this, like four or five years ago, when I was living a completely different life, I would have like laughed in your face and be like, "Uh, no, uh, I can't believe that." And now it's it's happening. And and so with that, with me saying that, it's just I hope it will inspire you that um, you can create really anything that you're desiring but what helped me a lot and what what I'm focusing on and what I'm doing in my life it's not about only fixating on where you need to go and the fact that you're not there yet it's like please dream please have have like inspiration and allow yourself to dream and and visualize of what will be possible but then come back every single day to what is happening right here and see if you can take a little baby step. Can you make a choice that is maybe a little different than you would normally do just for the sake of it's different. Let's just try something out. Like who gives a fuck? YOLO. Um, life is a game. Let's play with it. Let's see it as, as don't take it too seriously. And I think that is one of the biggest mindset shifts and attitudes that has helped me create a life where even I wake up and I'm like, I have to pinch myself to make sure it's like, it's a real thing. <laughs> um, so anyways, but at the same time, yeah, there's also ants nest in there. So it's not just insect free, just so you know. <laughs> um, so that was another low light. Then last thing, because I already kind of shared two low lights, but I, I wrote down officially, I wrote down three low lights and one I haven't really shared yet because the first two I shared about my luteal meltdown and um, some things that were coming up for, yeah, trauma things that I, I'm working on uh, is that I wrote down resistance to stop doing and little fears around selling and money. It's interesting um, what I've noticed when I was bleeding, there's always this, this like I want to start doing things and I'm really creative and inspiring and I get a lot of new ideas and insights. But the key during my menstruation phase, I know that is to just allow myself to rest and allow myself to just receive all of these beautiful insights and inspirations but mainly just slow down and not try to do anything with it like not try to make it into something right now not having to respond to it right now uh, because every time I do try that I get really fastly overwhelmed and it's also what I recommend to women it's like try to take the first two days of your menstruation um, of your cycle off just for the sake of of giving your body time and space to release and shed and do what it needs to do and also it's like your energy is in such a different space so it's actually really nurturing to just watch watch movies or cuddle up or watch something that's really inspiring to meditate to be really connected to your body to your bleed now but still there's also in me always this resistance to stop doing like i love creating i love and especially because, yeah, I just love my work. I love everything I'm doing in life. So there's always this this kind of struggle that I'm having to stop doing. So don't think that everything, what I'm even sharing, like everything I share, it's it's also, um, I'm still learning like on the daily on all these things and I'm not an expert or um, nailing it all. So I also bump into the same, same, same struggles. And, and so I had a little bit of resistance to stop doing. And at the same time, I tried to still do things. So then I was like, well, but 
I still want to like, uh, there's a new workshop coming up and I'm like, I still want to, it's kind of finished. I just, I can already kind of start selling it a little bit here and there. But then I tried doing that and then straight away, I kind of got slapped back into, or I got a slap into my face from, from my body, from the universe, from my mindset, which was, I suddenly brought up so many fears and anxiety around, around money, around making money, around selling, like no one is going to want this. Like it was, I was suddenly overwhelmed. It was like an hour I got stuck into this just because I tried something and I could tell and I knew when I was doing it, just like, don't, you don't have to do this now. Like, just don't do it now. And I, I still did it. And then this was kind of the result. So then I kind of snapped myself out of it quite fast. But that was a little low light and just something I wanted to share on, on these things happen in my, in my reality too. So even though, yes, I'm living a life of my dreams, um, it still has, it comes with fears. It comes with resistance. It comes with struggles. It comes with, with things that happen, um, and so, yeah, I had a little bit of anxiety there and, and some pressure, which wasn't really necessary. Um, so, yeah, there's always a new layer for me also to, to drop into putting myself out there. And I can tell, like, if I'm out of out of um, kind of really promoting something or offering something, it's always takes this little bit like, okay, getting back into it. Like, are they going to like it? Are they going to appreciate it? There's There's these thoughts every time. It's like... To a different extent, like a few years ago, it was massive and it would hold me back for weeks. And now it's like maybe holds me back for a few days. And then I'm like, I realize it. And I'm like, okay, now I just need to start doing 80% is good enough. But but still, like it, it comes up. It's, uh, it's part of the journey. It's part of being an entrepreneur too. It's part of putting yourself out there in whatever shape and form. And... Now, with that being said, I want to go to my last highlight. It was hard to, I wrote a million things down, so I kind of, I probably won't go through it all, but uh, another highlight of my week I want to share was just feeling super creative and inspired um, with this new workshop that is coming up, the Orgasmic Awakening Workshop, and just in general feeling inspired with my work and and just really proud of myself for that, for constantly I don't know, staying close to myself, to what is coming through, to what I feel called to offer, um, and keep keep innovating. So another thing that was was coming up a few weeks ago was some things with Instagram and the number of views. And I was really fixated of numbers and everything dropped in like one fourth. And I was like, I'm back to the amount of viewers that I was three years ago. This is not fair. Um, like stupid Instagram, all the kind of things that were there was a lot of things coming up around it. And of course, in one thing, the, the algorithm is definitely not per se favoring uh, me talking about orgasms and sexuality. There's a lot of, yeah, a lot of women in, in the similar field that face a lot of resistance and a lot of struggles around that and have to be really quite careful. So that is that is a reality. But at the same time, it's I can choose to do or act on that or yeah, like what like there's there's that given and at the same time okay I, I can still do me and find my own way through it and in it and so I notice when I get too fixated on numbers um, I lose my spark for creating for sharing uh, content for inspiring people on Instagram or whatever really fast so I have this rule with myself that um, once if yeah once I become aware of that like the rule is basically I'm sharing just because I really love it I love this creation and even if no one would watch I would still love to share it and basically create this memory uh for myself I would want to put this into my journal so I could look back at some point and be like oh yeah that was a beautiful memory or oh yeah that was a beautiful insight that I got so that is kind of the thing that's always at the core of me being out there inspiring on Instagram or sharing anything or sharing my life and if I'm noticing instead of 
of that being the main the main intention i'm starting to to really focus on numbers and i wanted first thing in the morning open up see if people responded or commented or how many views did it get uh then i know there's something it's i'm going and i'm walking i started walking a path which i it never goes to it never leads to a really fun place to be in um and so that happened a few weeks ago, a little bit where I had this like, yeah, oh, something needs to change here. I can feel I need to shift out at something. And basically I reminded myself, oh, wait, something needs to be innovated. And this is, of course, what I studied in um, and something that is also a constant practice uh, if you run a business. Sometimes I have this like, oh, I just want to reach this point and then everything is going to be OK. There's always that part of us. But it uh, it really doesn't happen like that. It's all about the journey. It's a constant it's constantly moving. I, I talked about that before. And so this is, again, where your cycle helps you. The more you're connected to your cycle, the more you're able to accept the fact that everything is in constant movement and flow and change and that there's never a fixed still point where like now everything is is picture perfect. Um, and so it invited me a lot to innovate. So basically last week I was really busy with just learning and tuning into reels and what is possible with this new like yeah, this kind of like TikTok real videos and, and just getting getting and playing around with myself. And so it was definitely a highlight where also at this point, I kind of really started enjoying being by myself and having my space. And I felt really that I came back to my own energy um, and, and really could Modestus, could give Modestus his space. I was really fully nurturing and, and feeding myself and connecting to my own pleasure and orgasmicness. Another little tip, it's like... Um, a little a little sidetrack here but there was a moment also in my luteal meltdown that uh, there was a kind of like it was a phase of two days but the the second day i, I was like okay I, I want to start my day over even though that there was i don't know uh, they were cutting grass and it was there was sounding it was noisy and everything in me was just irritated i actually i actually connected to my pleasure started self-pleasuring and had like an orgasm in one minute and it's like it, it was just like whoa whoa why did where did that orgasm just come from and that was that felt so good and it shifted so much in my body in my in my experience of life and how i was feeling and it was almost like my body was like finally you're self-pleasuring um this orgasm was waiting there all the time like instead of you chose crying instead you chose being irritated while you also could have connected to to just an orgasm and to pleasure right here and so it was that really it was a really beautiful lesson but so yeah that shift was really really kind of there and I creating different things with reels and I was really inspired for setting up everything with this for this workshop and something you don't see but a lot of things are happening on the back end and I, I've been really enjoying optimizing my back end in the sense of linking all these programs to each other and, and seeing all these different possibilities of adding a potential meditation you can select as well and and add to your order and there's so many cool things which I can yeah I love the entrepreneur journey and and sometimes it's overwhelming being all these different things. And at the same time, I love learning all of these new different skills. And sometimes that is more externally visible and often actually a lot happens in things that I'm trying and exploring, which you have no clue about. And that's OK. Uh, but last week, a highlight was me yeah, working with all these different systems and linking them up to each other and feeling really professional and, and innovating in the way I share my content and trying just playing around with new things and and um, yeah, this week I'm going to start sharing some of those things and I'm very curious and a little nervous to see how that lands and how it goes. And uh, mainly, yeah, just excited to start promoting the Orgasmic Awakening Workshop. Um, and 
yeah, that's kind of like the last highlight that I wanted to share my weekly re- weekly update. Another thing I was really grateful for were my amazing friends. I have two really, really epic friends, really, yeah, I could say best friends here in Bali. We share so much and support each other through everything and, and know each other's cycles so well. And it's like super beautiful how we support each other through all these ups and downs and waves. And so that was, yeah, another highlight to just, wow, some really beautiful friendships in my life. And besides that, um, I wrote down the Master Lover Retreat. I'm hosting, organizing, basically actually kind of setting up a second business here in Bali, um, which is me organizing uh, couples retreats, Tantra couples retreats. And I'm working together with my teacher, Tantra teacher. She has years and years and years of experiences, experience in this field and created all of these beautiful trainings, which me and Modestas are um following ourselves we're doing the work ourselves and at the same time we're apprenticing so at some point um yeah being blessed to to bring this work and teach this work as well but for now i'm helping out with really innovating the the message and and selling and and organizing it and bringing it into a package that people can can understand and so that was definitely another yummy thing the muscle of retreat creating that it's going to be super excited all about sexuality and so basically my upcoming week it's and the things I'm offering at the moment, it's all really sexuality focused. So if you're feeling feeling interested about that and that we carry tend to carry a lot of lot of shame and, and unknowingness about our sexuality. But basically, yeah, what my focus is for the upcoming weeks is to make some massive shifts in that and let you see basically give you a new new kind of sex education. And so the orgasmic awakening workshop, my intention is to give you um yeah, a real like female sexual uh education to understand how your body works um and at the same time like incorporate some of tantric principles which most likely will feel really natural like often we're like oh no i'm not into tantra i'm not spiritual but then when we hear these principles they're like oh actually it's like it's that's i feel that or that's actually really normal um and uh, yeah, a lot of things is just biology and very human things, which once you've heard about it and learned about it, it makes so much sense and it changes everything. And so it did for me. Um, but uh, yeah, more more on that maybe next week. Uh, but I'm excited to see what this week will bring. And let's make it. Yeah, it's going to be orgasmic. It's going to be all about s- sexuality and, and understanding that part of ourselves connecting to pleasure. So I'm excited to see what my week will bring. Um, I want to thank you for listening to my weekly update. Some of my highlights and lowlights that were part of it. Uh, always feel free to reach out with with any questions that were coming up. I love connecting with you. I love, um, yeah, hearing where you're at. Uh, if something was inspiring, so please feel free to reach out to me. I would recommend on Instagram. That is D-I-E-K-E-T-E-R-W-E-E-L, Deketerville at Deketerville. You can send me a DM there uh, or come follow my, my work and my stories and my life. And I'll see you in the next one. Wishing you a beautiful week. Thank you.